You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I got to tell you about this uh, person. She's young. I'll tell you that right now. She started a local charity to help students with insufficient funds pay for school meals. She noticed Ella Bettner's her name. She continues to donate thousands of dollars to local school districts. It's incredible how it's growing. She said they, they want all the students to thrive at school, and it starts with a full stomach, right? She just noticed that that was happening. She noticed it. Yeah. She said, usually I'm a really shy person. I'm not really good to speaking up. But as I came to the booth, my mom helped me more. I kind of got used to it. What? Yeah. You see, Ella is 11 years old. She started this when she was 10. She started No Tummies Left Behind. Isn't that incredible? She has raised $8,000 for three different school districts in the area. And to raise money, what she does is she sells homemade bracelets that she makes herself. It's a hobby. She loves doing it. She loves helping out fellow students. They also host fundraisers with local restaurants. It's one of her favorite activities. We get to bus tables. Never thought that'd be a fun activity, huh? And we get tips from it. And sometimes we get pizza. And I get to work with my friends, she said. It's it's she wants it to go statewide. No tummies left behind. She wants it to turn into a nonprofit. Boom. Yes. I think God is in that. I really do. And I think that calls for a celebration of the Morning Wandering Marching Band. Yes, just for you. This is an all-women marching band. I'm not making fun. That's just awesome. Get your morning started right. Here we go. Celebrate today. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face. And a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. So for some reason, I was looking at Genesis chapter 3. When's the last time you went like to the beginning of the Bible? It's rough stuff. It really is because it's right after the fall, right? Adam and Eve. Ooh, they're getting the, the, the who fours and the whatnots from God about what's going to happen. And uh, of course, one of those things is that the snake, the craftiest uh, creature made in the garden is now going to be humiliated, groveling on its belly, eating dust. Kind of on a side note, I remember years ago, scientists have done studies, these creation scientists. They believe that the Earth could have had pretty high pressure. You know how you feel really good when when there's high pressure, right, in the atmosphere, barometric pressure? And so they put the snake under that high pressure, and its venom turned out to be, it completely changed it. It was medicinal instead of harmful. Wow. I, I was blown away. I'll never forget that. I was like, wow. We. Now, of course, they're just, you know, doing some scientific experiments and things. But man, of course, the Christ, the Redeemer, is prophesied right there in the third chapter of Genesis, right? Father God. Thank you for your wisdom and mercy in devising a plan that would allow the curse that was originally ours, mine, to fall on your son. That's what it did. In Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Mm. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. One of the things that uh, was really pretty cool that I was reminded of 
And I'm always reminded, and you don't have to be, I mean, you know, a culture is really shaped by the media. It really is. It's incredible and it's scary. Uh, at the same time, our, our culture is shaped by not only the music, what's on the radio, in some cases really good, in some cases not, but what's on television. And back in my day, we had three channels, maybe a little bit more than that, you know, where you had to get up out of your seat to go change the channel, kids. I know, it's horrifying. Tune that thing in. But man, we had some amazing things on television. And the man that created All in the Family actually created a show a couple of years after that that may have done more than all the Black History Months put together. And you, if you're old enough, you probably remembered it. It was a show that really changed everything. And it was called Good Times. And, uh, and I, I back up a little bit. Uh, John Amos and Esther Raleigh made television history as James and Florida Evans on the 70s, 1970s sitcom, Good Times. But before that, they had a chance encounter in Los Angeles over the fence and the unemployment line, John said. We were both picking up our unemployment checks, as actors do. She was in one line and I was in another. We had the most meaningful dialogue. And then, it's amazing, Then they both got picked up as the, the husband and wife in this show. Uh, John Amos said, we were portraying a segment of the population that had been ignored and had been mislabeled and characterized as a negative element when we, in fact, were anything but that. By the way, he's 83, I think now. I don't think she's alive anymore. Um, But it wasn't a musical comedy version of this life. It was an honest depiction of life of black Christians during that era. Honesty always pays off. They dealt with some tough things including taking down the white Jesus and putting up the black Jesus that one of their kids had drawn, including being arrested and mistaken identity, things like that. I mean, that was in the 1970s. It's incredible. I kind of forgot about that show. That was an incredibly popular show. Isn't that amazing? And and the thing that it shows, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I think we ought to bring those back. I really do. I mean, man, oh, man. You know, a a wife, a husband that loves his wife no matter what, supports her husband. She did. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. It really was. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The Sound of Life. The Asbury Revival now moving. I guess we're back to classes this week, but the, the, the revival is moving to other different places. I was very happy about that. It's pretty cool, right? Moving... Uh, mostly on college campuses. That's a really pretty cool thing. And it's, of course, worldwide interest. Amazing to people who went to Wilmore, Kentucky. Had to look it up first. Right? It's more exciting than March Madness. I can tell you that right now. But there are places around the world where people are saying yes to Jesus. And boy, I tell you, they know. They know that they may be the end of their earthly life pretty soon. We're praying for, that. first of all, let's pray that God will strengthen every new believer in the Maldives and establish a network of supportive Christians there, we pray in Jesus' name. We also pray for those who become Christians in Egypt. That's where religion is listed on each person's identification card and converting from Islam 
to Christianity is not something the culture takes lightly. So discipleship and evangelism are dangerous in Egypt. Lord, we pray for those folks. We thank you for them, courageous. They show us what courage is. And finally, we pray for Christians in the country of Pakistan. It's disowned by their families. They will be welcomed, we pray, by fellow believers. One of the toughest things that Christians face is being disowned, abandoned by their families, no matter how old they are, when they decide, yes, I'm going to follow Jesus. It's the way it is. So we're praying for folks in the Maldives, Egypt, and Pakistan. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for praying along with me. The Sound of Life. I think it's kind of a funny story, mainly because everybody's okay and it's been cold and this animal belongs in a place where it's much warmer than that. But uh, not unusual. I mean, I've already seen a a headline about a five-foot alligator being caught in Florida. That's nothing. I mean, I'm surprised it even made the news. But when a four-foot alligator is captured swimming in a Brooklyn lake... That's news right there. New York City Department of Parks and Recreation said a maintenance staff member at Prospect Park spotted an alligator swimming in the park's lake on Sunday. I'd love to see the look on that guy's face. I mean, you know, I was like, what? <laughs> and it's probably pretty good. Sometimes they can hide really well. The uh, it was it was. It was a you know very slow moving very slow, um, obviously dangerous animal to human beings. But because of the weather, it was you know probably going. What happened? <laughs> you know, I'm sure the alligator was as stunned to be in Brooklyn as the people in Brooklyn were as stunned to see it. They uh, they got animal control got it and they transferred it to the Bronx Zoo where it's going to be rehabilitated. I guess, I don't know exactly what that means. I've never seen that term used, rehabilitated. I would say just rehabilitated on down to Florida. Nip it in the bud. (laughs) Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Big anniversary today for now known as TWR, Transworld Radio. They've rebranded in the last few years. TWR started on this day, broadcasting on this day, 1975. It was started, the organization there in New Jersey, um, back in the 50s, I believe. They're in uh, near Raleigh, North Carolina now. Yes. My own neck of the woods. The communities are growing up like crazy. What are you doing moving down there? But it's a lot of fun. I mean, not a huge organization there, the home office, you know. But uh, some really great people, including my buddy John Somerville. Yes, Pennsylvania native. Now he's a Tar Heel. And he admits it. <laughs> Very amazing. So Transworld Radio, basically the idea is to be in a place that is friendly, broadcasting into a place that otherwise would outlaw it for sure. Like Cuba. See, they're on the island of Bonaire. And due to the powerful transmitters they have, they can broadcast shortwave, middlewave stuff right across most of Cuba, I believe. Right? When they, when they upgraded that they're in Guam, broadcasting out into Asia. They're in Sri Lanka, broadcasting to Africa. Um, uh, Morocco, I believe. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know, hundreds of different languages and stuff. They have programs, of course, 
where they tell people listening in the good news of Jesus and some amazing ways that they do it. There's some amazing wind-up radios. When I say it's a wind-up radio, first thing you think of is a toy, probably. But to make sure that they can pick up that signal and get electricity, people out in, out in the middle of nowhere, you wind it up. That's the way you get the electricity. We may uh, partner. we got plans. You'll hear more about that coming up. To partner with TWR and uh, get some of those radios into the hands of folks. Those wind-up radios. But I'm sure that the way back in the day, they had no idea. Remember when we did the braces for them for the big tower on the island of Bonaire? And they were getting so rusty and stuff. And we had that brace for impact. So they can be fun doing ministry, right? Yeah. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.